motherfucking detectives, you conspiracy theorists, ass niggas, okay? Stop it. Stop with all the theories. Stop with all of the... Stop that shit, okay? Nobody gives not one fuck about what you think might have happened maybe to this person, kinda, because you read a book one time and you don't even know who the author is or if this nigga's a real person or not. So... Don't even, don't even, don't even, okay? I just really need you motherfuckers to understand that life happens, shit happens, incidents happen, accidents happen, things happen on purpose. It's hood nigga shit. Uh, you gotta just chalk certain stuff up to, okay, this was a unfortunate hood nigga situation. And that's the only way that you can really go about it because like, fuck. How many parties have we been to? You see what I'm saying? How many parties have we been to? How many motherfucking shows have we been to? Events that we've been to that ain't got shot up on some dumb shit. You see what I'm saying? And the person that that's, that's chilling, the person that just came to have a good time, they always the ones that's getting hit, especially there's a reason to that. They not a part of nothing so they don't have their head on a swivel like they maybe should have their head on a swivel. You see what I'm saying? And that's fucked up because somebody who don't have no issues, no problems, not worried about nothing, they're always going to be the most susceptible because they have, they chilling. They not worried about, are they going to die today? They not worried about, am I going to get shot today? Is this my last day? You see what I'm saying? So, of course, they're going to be chilling way more than the motherfucker that's in the streets all the time. Every single day, his life is in danger. So, he's going to know how to handle situations like that faster. And Takeoff is a hood nigga, but he got money now, you know, he chilling now, he got security now, he's been rich for 10 years. Versace came out in 2012, you see what I'm saying? It got popular and Drake jumped on Versace in 2013, it is 2022, you see what I'm saying? And he has not had very many major incidents since then. So it's like, okay, he may not necessarily have his head on the swivel. This nigga's, you know what I mean? The Migos is a legendary group now. You see what I'm saying? They, the niggas see the Migos and it's like they, they're not on the same level. But we, they were supposed to be our, for our generation, like our 3-6 Mafia. You see what I'm saying? They were supposed to be like our Bone Thugs and Harmony, where, okay, they music may kind of go out of style eventually, but if somebody play them hits, if they do a show, people are going to attend. One, for nostalgia, and two, because they had a great fucking run. And it's...
I dare anybody watching this that will watch this to go listen to those first two Migos mixtapes. Takeoff was clearly carrying the group. Clearly. Like, without question, carrying the group. Hold on, let me check on our... Yeah, because I can just get to talking. So, give it, give, my, give our guest a few more minutes. Whenever he gets a chance to see, we'll, we'll, we'll continue. Because I, I, I can just talk about this. I got, I got a couple topics I want to talk about. I want to talk about this one, and then I want to talk about a, a lighter topic. Thank God. But it's just like... I ain't gonna lie, this one kind of fucks with me because I I honestly felt like they were gonna be our group that we were gonna be listening to 30, 40 years from now at, you know what I mean, cookouts. Somebody will play Versace, you see what I'm saying? And everybody be like, oh yeah, I remember that. Them niggas was fire. Back in the day, they, 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 they performing at Essence festivals and shit like that. You know, it's just, you know what I mean? Like, and I was talking to somebody about this recently. What was the group that the Migos compared themselves to? It was the Beatles. And it's crazy to think that even though it, it was, it wasn't, like a fan killing him on purpose, like John Lennon, Takeoff got killed by a fan. His security was one of his people. It wasn't like no random security guard. It was, you know what I mean? It was security that, that he'd been running with forever. So he, he, would, he, he ended up getting killed by a fan of his music, a fan of his craft. Just like John Lennon. It's, it's, it's rough to think that, you know what I mean? Art imitates life, you know? Art imitates fucking life, man. And they, they really modeled themselves behind the Beatles. And it's crazy to think that that's what happened. Okay, we lit. We add my nigga pain in his bitch. Yo, can you hear me? Yo, yeah, we good. What's going on, fam? Hold on, let me make sure I got my volume up perfect. All right, good. Hey, man. Before we get into some positive shit, I am talking about this because I was already kind of just kind of starting. I am talking about this unfortunate situation with, with, with the Migos and Takeoff losing his life, his security guard accidentally popping him while trying to protect them from like a little, and it didn't, from what the video showed, it didn't even look like a major altercation. I just feel as though, you know, sometimes niggas panic and unfortunately we lost takeoff. For, for anybody that's gonna watch this, like I said, this is Payne, RBE, the number one ranked brick artist and the number one ranked Potential to be a superstar in RBE. My nigga Payne, shouts out to you, man. Before we get into talking that good shit, talking about you, man, learning about who you are, you, you, you've been in these streets, man. 
you you know you know what that's like. What was your first thoughts when you heard the situation, especially after you got the details? How did it make you feel, and what was your first thought process? About uh, you said about takeoff, right? Yeah, about takeoff. Um, I mean, man, it's like all these artists, bro. This shit been happening. This shit been happening too lately. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like, like, I don't want to say I'm desensitized or looking forward to the shit, but it's like, damn, like, it's yeah. kind of like we, I'm like, who about to be next type shit? You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't I really know how to feel when I hear this shit no more, bro. You see what I'm saying? So, I mean, it's fucked yeah. up. His family and the group and all that, everybody that loved him and everything, bro, but this shit happens so much, bro, I don't even be knowing how to feel no more, fam. I do want to ask you a question because you you getting money now in this battle rap shit. You see what I'm saying? We don't we don't check niggas pockets on pimp talk, so I don't need to know no specifics. But you ain't hurting. I know them teeth ain't plastic. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So what do you think it is that keeps our people doing shit like having millions of dollars and still shooting dice and trying to go to the traps and things like what do you like what do you think that is um at, all right so i at first i would have said some shit like they trying to prove themselves or they probably don't feel as like as a as big of as a star as we look at them as but it's no way the migos don't know they own it's no way they don't know they not Literally, really like it's impossible you know? So it's like, I don't know what the fuck, like, me, in my status, now as a battle rapper, it's to the point where it's like, I'm still regular, but. You got to move different now. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So a, a nigga in my position will be like, hey, Payne, you can't be going to the same shit no more, bro. You, you know what I'm saying? And I will still kind of feel the same in my heart. Like, man, I'm about to, man, I've been doing this shit for 10 years, nigga. Fuck you mean? Like. But nah. it's like, no, nah, bro, you can't keep, you know I mean, you different now. But they on a whole nother level. Like, I know y'all, y'all niggas rich as hell. You know you ain't regular no more. So I don't know. what. At what point do you even, like, as a multi, like, they have tens of millions of dollars. Yeah. What can you even argue with a nigga about when you have tens of millions of dollars? Like, that's what's throwing me off. Man, bro, I, man, they said them niggas was playing for like 7,000 or some shit, bro. That's crazy. Like, y'all niggas be blowing that. Ego shows are $500,000. Y'all don't need 7,000 for nothing. Y'all blow that. So, like, what the fuck was y'all playing for? I don't, that's crazy. It, it, it's, it's rough, man. That PNB rock shit was a little different. That's more some street shit for real. That made more sense to me. It, it was fucked up, but that one made sense. It's like, okay, you in the one of the worst parts of California, you just out here, jewelry, your bitch, no pistol, you 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 doing dumb shit. Yeah, I, I don't see go it. to niggas' cities with like I'm I'm like I'm not no I ain't no no bitch at all, and I, I'm licensed to carry. I'm ex-military, but. I'm from New Orleans, live in Texas. Those are the only two places that I feel comfortable just walking around just with my jewelry on. 
because I know the places that I'm going to be. I'm right. not going to go in random niggas' hoods, jewelry on, fucking red bottom shoes, flashy car, and it's yeah. just me and my bitch. Like, that's, like, I'm not the, I'm not the most street nigga in the world. That doesn't really sound... No, nah, that, that's, 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 you being smart, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't walk around my city, like, with nothing on me, nowhere. I don't give a fuck where I'm going, like, and I, and I, it'd it be a neighborhood I grew up in and all that, just from, just, I, that's how I'm moving. Like, I could be in front of my mama house, nigga, that bitch gonna be on me, you feel me? So I just, like. You got to. Yeah. We grown. I have to move like that. That's a fact, bro. Like, I, I've been moving different, bro. I've been seeing myself as not being regular. You know what I'm saying? When I ain't have shit. When I used to work at Wendy's and shit, nigga, I used to be like, yeah. no, nah, one of these type niggas. I already know where I'm going with it. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, it, it's about the mindset for real. You feel me? Facts. I'm not one of these Vlad type niggas. So, if you don't have a story that you could tell, that's along the lines of some shit like this that you didn't survive and you feel comfortable telling, I understand. But if you do, explain the, how would you navigate some shit like maybe a PNB rock or a Migos situation if you didn't been in one? Um, so if I know how shit be. You know, so if you can't, you know what I mean? I feel you. Now, if we was like in my city somewhere at a Waffle House where I live, that bitch on me. Feel me? So I'm already got my back against the wall watching the dough just from me being who I am from 11 years old been doing this shit. So I don't know, man. I had that bitch. I, I be eating with that bitch on me. A nigga walk in looking like he on some other shit. Man, that's just me. You feel me? You just gotta you 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 on 10 at all times. I've been and I've been like this since like cause the life I, I, I was living. I've been, this shit is instilled in me to move like that. You know what I'm saying? Real shit. That, that makes, that makes a lot of sense. And I was just saying right before you hopped on, I, I kind of get it a little bit in the Quavo and takeoff situation with them just having security because they've been rich since 2013, dog. Yeah. Like, see, I, they, I, I didn't mean to cut you off. I didn't know that their security had accidentally hit him up. I, I didn't know. Mm -hmm. that that what happened was you know how hood niggas be right you get rich you want your people to come with you but you need them to be able to legally get in places yeah. so hey go get your security license real quick put this pistol on you you see what i'm saying now you could go with me everywhere i don't know if he had professional i don't think they had professional security on him i think they just had you know what i mean some niggas that Perfect, like they niggas. You see what I'm saying? Right, right. He saw a threat. Niggas ain't trained to shoot a fucking thing. That's why I be laughing at some of these niggas' gun bars. I don't like the flex. I was in the military yeah. for four years, and I did six months in fucking Kuwait, Afghanistan. So niggas say gun bars, I laugh. I be like, you niggas couldn't, like I'm looking at your body shape. You couldn't even lift. <laughs> some of the weapons that you niggas be talking about. Like, niggas be talking about pistols, and there's, like, they literally not strong enough from the shoulders to shoot some of the pistols that they be talking about. Right, that shit right. makes me laugh. Another How the thing, fuck you not in the gym, but you shooting pistols with switches on it? You're gonna fucking fall over. Nah, that's a fact, bro. Another, uh, hey, niggas be, niggas be looking up the names of guns just to rap about them, bro. These niggas is crazy. Stupid. 
Yo, I think I mean the bars a security shit, bro. They sound good. Yeah, like I mean that's a real gun, but nigga, you don't even know what that shit like. You just trying to sound right, but I feel like another thing with the security is um niggas it got too much hood pride to hire like off duty yeah. cops and shit. The niggas that know what they doing. They feel like niggas gonna be like, Oh, you running around with, like man, I, hey, I don't give a fuck. I'm hiring motherfuckers that's licensed to do what I need them to do. Period. Can't nobody say nothing to all pain walking around with a nigga that used to be a cop. Nigga, I'm the nigga that used to be putting y'all niggas through hell, nigga. Y'all I'm rich now. Nigga. You see what I'm saying? You got me fucked up. I'm rich now. You got me fucked up. <laughs> Real rap, man. Niggas is crazy. I don't got too too much pride for my life, bro. You heard? Alright. So enough of the little bit of the sad topic. We can get back to that later if you want. But first, I definitely want all of the people, because I'm finna, like, I, I, you're going to be the first person I'm going to tell this to publicly. You see what I'm saying? I got Zay. I got Jay Jeans. You see what I'm saying? I got Show Off. I got you. I'm finna get Jay Bree next. I'm going to send all of these to ARP, a bunch of the clips and the full videos. You see what I'm saying? What I really want to do is start doing more of a showcase of you motherfuckers is, is, is people. And what the fuck y'all do? Because a lot of times these battle rappers, they 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 get to these places and they can't go as far because they they nobody knows who they are, the journey, the come up, how some of this shit affected them. What what, what was the downs? What was the ups? You see what I'm saying? So to start off, for anybody that's gonna watch this TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, all of the streaming platforms that's gonna just listen to it, who is Pain. Who am I talking to? Pain, man. I'm the one, man. I come from West Philly. You know what I'm saying? Um, the only boy of all girls on mom and dad's side. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Um, yeah, man. I'm the one that's that was like, I was with my mom, bro. My mom not from Philly. You feel me? She from Detroit. So she met my dad oh, in Philly. Shit. We was born in Philly. We was there. And then, um, they went through what they went through. So that's how I ended up in the Midwest because my mom went back to where she from. She from Detroit. I'm in Toledo. Yeah. That shit 45 minutes away. So. Oh, okay. So you right there. Yeah. You know what I mean? And um, shit, I'm just the one that makes shit change, bro. In my life, in my family, the generational curses and all that, man. I'm the one that stick to. I'm the one that's known for being the best at everything I did, no matter where I was at, bro. I used to run oh, track. Crazy. You feel me? On the track team, I went to the Junior Olympics when I was nine years old and shit. Goddamn, nigga. No, nah, that's a fact, bro. I did a lot of shit, bro, like traveling. Like Goddamn. Do a lot of people know that? Like, Nah, they don't, though. <laughs> Goddamn, nigga. That's different. This nigga, you nah, don't just shit. throw I was in the Junior Olympics out there. That's some serious shit, nigga. Yeah, I was, though, man. I really went to the Junior Olympics at nine years old, man, from out of Detroit, man, Norfolk, Virginia. I came in 12th in the nation and shit, bro. That shit still stands what, to this day. What, uh, what uh, event? I went to the, um, I started off running, doing like the relays and shit, but I I really wasn't fucking with it, so I started throwing the shot put. Nigga, you was out there with them huge-ass white boys throwing that shot put? Man, I was coming nah. in first every, every time, Damn. every city, bro. Kentucky, we was in Nashville, nigga. Went to Canada, all type of shit, bro. So you... 
and this is a good this is a this this is a good point. So you have kind of been used to since a young nigga performing in front of crowds. Like that's yeah. not something that ever has thrown you. Nah. Since a young nigga, you've been winning shit and going to events and people been cheering your name. Right. I see. I, I had to look back on that to put it together. Like, damn, I really been in front of crowds and shit my whole life. I won the spelling bee, nigga. Like, I went to the the spelling bee, bro, when I was in like the the fifth grade, all the way to the the like, you know what I'm saying? The end of that shit. Yeah, you was really in it. Yeah, you was really doing it. With the number it, yeah, yeah, at the microphone and asking the judges to repeat the word, all that, bro. Like, I did some shit, bro, like in front of big crowds. A lot of different type of shit too. So yeah, I've been in front of crowds. So in the funniest way possible, you was kind of like a like a dual threat personality. You was able to keep the the because you had to have a certain level of grades to do academics and junior Olympics. They not playing that shit either. Yeah. So you was able to keep the grades, keep the extracurriculars, and when it was time to leave school, you was able to put in whatever work that you needed because it's only a select few niggas that was able to do that. You yeah. see what I'm saying? Kind of like a like ESTG. You see what I'm saying? He kind of has that, you know, that nigga was finna go to the NFL, but he decided to make more money doing the other shit. It's crazy to think that you don't meet a lot of niggas that's like that. I ain't gonna lie to you. A lot of niggas like, oh, I had to give up basketball. I had to give up this. And I just went to the to the streets. Yeah. And you were over here like, hey, nigga, I was the hey, I can do it all. Fuck. Yeah, I, ha I had to look back, like I said, bro, like, about me traveling and shit, man. Like, I started off in Philly doing this, this karate shit. And I, we had to go to New York for championships and all that. I was winning trophies. This is like five and six years old and shit, bro. Then it goes to the track shit. I'm traveling doing that. When I left Philly, we go to Detroit. And I was doing on the track team. I'm traveling, going to the Olympics and all that. And then after I moved to Toledo, shout out to Cherish, too, because she was on the drum line with me. I, I played the drums, bro. Like oh, how Nick Cannon that played. That's crazy. Shout out to My Cherish. Appreciate the, appreciate the love. Yeah, that's a fact. I played the drums like how Nick Cannon did on Drumline on the line. Oh my fuck! You was you was on the you was on the line. I was the Crazy I was the second shit. leader, my nigga. I was the leader of that shit, bro. I, we Crazy had our um, we won the whole championship of that in Atlanta when I was thirteen. I led them to win that shit. I really that's did a lot of so, shit. Bro. A crowd was never shit to you, nah, basically. Nah. I've been in front of a crowd performing shit since I was five years old, bro. Not rapping, but karate, track, drums, fucking spelling bees, and football, basketball, all that shit. My whole life performing in front of people—that's a fact. And I, I and it's funny because right now too, you making me realize this shit, bro. Yeah, that, and that's why I do these interviews. That's what that's what these fuck because. That's one of the reasons why I felt so comfortable jumping into the battle rap shit, man. My dad was one of them, one of the hugest underground artists in Louisiana around when Mystical and them was coming up. Shit, yeah. he had to raise kids and Katrina had me. I've been, I've been in the studio since fucking a child, like a baby. Like some of my first memories is playing Xbox where my dad is fucking recording songs and shit like that. Yeah. <laughs> Niggas been performing if it wasn't choir it was fucking running track so i i feel where you coming from like right. some people that are kind of even if it's on accident 
some people just kind of bred into it. Like you just yeah. start to realize and like, hey, I could get in front of people and it don't mean nothing. You yeah. see what I'm saying? Whether it was a presentation, a performance, an event, it doesn't really affect what you, your performance, if right. you've been doing it forever. You see what I'm saying? Like that's, that you can tell the niggas that been performing and niggas that been just rapping forever. Because I don't know, of course, nigga, since we doing this, I just recently, you know what I mean, did some research. Right, right, right. That make that makes a lot of sense. Now, speaking of the rap and the battle rap shit, did you start off with battle rap or you've been doing rap and music first? Um, when I actually start doing like writing raps and writing my own music and shit, it started off with music. The first time I ever tried to write a rap, I was like nine in Detroit. You know what I'm saying? My big cousin was out there rapping and shit. And I was, I mean, I like the attention from a crowd. You know what I'm saying? Just yeah. growing up. So when I seen everybody circled around him going crazy, that shit made me want to like, you know what I mean? I want to do that shit. I got to do something with this. What is this? Yeah, like I want, I want people to, I want to, I want niggas to hear what I got to say. Fuck that. So I, I tried to write me a little rap and I did my little shit the next day. Um, That was the first time I tried it, but it, I ain't really take the rap shit serious until like, 14 years old, I'd say. 13 or 14. Um, That's everybody age. It's like that right from middle school to high school, like eighth, ninth grade. Like yeah, That's when I learned. Clicked. Yeah, that's when I learned. Somebody taught me how to write, how to count bars. You know what I'm saying? Taught me what a bar was, how to count bars. And um, the way I, the way I taught myself how to rap, I would like learn like a local nigga from my city one of his verses or something. I'll learn it, I'll write that shit out, and then I'll change words and change it to how I would have said whatever he said. That's just how I start teaching myself wow. how to get in writing, you know what I'm saying? That's crazy. Again, we did, like I said, that's, and this is why I'm glad we're doing this interview because it's like, we got a lot of similarities because my pops, again, he was rapping throughout my whole life. Hurricane Katrina yeah. going from New Orleans to Texas. Texas don't really got a like a big like real rap scene. They all on that damn shit. Well, they are net. They 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 got real shit now. But when we came from Katrina, it was all that damn shit. So he gave it up. But he had fucking mixtapes upon, and I used to like try to switch the shit that he had out and see if I could like take the curse words out. Maybe like flip yeah. it and do this. And if that makes hey, that's crazy. How it's like okay, and eventually. I was like, nigga, let me just write my own shit. Like, why am I, why am I trying to take shit out of, out of him? Yeah. Let me see if I can just create something. You know, <clears throat> that's wild to that's think about. Wild, bro, I had to tell my mom. Well, I still ain't even get a chance to tell her yet. But like, when I was like five, man, my mom had bought me like this little, you know, the shit that was on Toy Story, the white shit with the microphone connected to it. You yeah, the tape in the nigga, I had one of them as a kid. Yeah, my mom grabbed me one of them when I'm like five, bruh. And then when I turned like the next year, six and seven, she was buying me Jay-Z tape, Mystical tape, Ludacris tape. Like when I'm a, a little kid, she buying this yeah. shit off the corner for me. You feel me? I'm like, I want to ask her now, like, what was making you buy me all this rap type shit when I was like five and six, though? 
Cause now I'm over. I ain't gonna lie to you, bro. You know what I'm saying? This is just because, like I said, I got a degree in psychology. So some of this shit, like when I'm when I'm when I'm coming at you, I'm coming at you. After this fucking interview, the first opportunity you get while it's fresh on your mind and while the questions are circulating, holla at it. Because it's gonna be spontaneous. You see what I'm saying? It's gonna come off sincere. She probably don't even remember that you remember that shit. So you probably going to throw her off just as much as you doing this interview with me right now and it's yeah. throwing you off. I still think because me and my pops is real close still. And that's one of the things I feel bad for a lot of black men who didn't get the same opportunity I did. My, I mean, I, I was raised by a single father instead of a single mother. So I got to actually be around a man my whole life. That shit, it helps. You learn shit. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Fucking big pun, big L. You see what I'm saying? Them old Jay Z, the Black Album, Illmatic. You see what I'm saying? The 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 early Biggie, like when Biggie was just freestyling on shit before he was doing yeah. songs and juicy all that. When he was just slaughtering shit, kicking mm -hmm. the door, waving the like. I remember <laughs> as like a fucking three, three, four, five. Talk to your mom because I asked my pops about it. He didn't do it for me as much as he was like, hey, I'm really, I always got to stay in tune. I'm writing new shit. I always want to be sharpening my sword. So he always had that rap shit in rotation. Yeah. You know, because he, he trying to write new shit. Right. So, hey, you never, you never know. It, it might just be a situation. Your mama might just be like, hey, I wasn't really, wasn't really no soft ass nigga. She is from Detroit. Yeah. I wasn't no soft ass nigga. Like, I didn't, hey, I'm not trying to listen to Usher. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Turn that, I'm gonna ask it, bro, because I feel like that shit turned me into what I am, kind of, bro. My dad wasn't in my life for real, but when I was like nine, one year, this nigga sent me a CD of, the, of a rap group called Cartel Two. I don't know where yeah. they're from. I don't know why he sent me this shit, but I used to listen to that shit every day, all day, nigga. Like I don't, I'm gonna ask, like, why the fuck was was y'all trying to turn me into a rapper or something, like? Like, what is it? Like, so just because I, I always have all types of people from different countries that watch my podcast, I don't ever try to disrespect nobody's religion by, by thinking somebody specific. But think about it. Let's say let's say you 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 are a Christian faith, right? That's the type of shit that they preach about in the Bible. Like that's that's that destiny. That's that divine purpose. Sometimes certain things, your mama might be like, you know what? I don't know. Like it's just it just seemed like you wanted it. Like so, it might just be a situation where it's like, like I said, God God steers people sometimes. You know, in that direction. So for 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 people of other faiths, it, it, there's always that type of story in every faith. Yeah. That okay, it's that divine. Like why did this happen and this happen and this happen to make this and it just so happened that hey for a nigga like you man look look all of them performances then it's nigga, all of this rapping then it's your people doing music and shit like that all of that shit it adds up bro and speaking yeah. of what it added up to where right. did the battle rap aspect of that come into play so at what age did you start battle rapping and what got you started? Okay, um, so the age that I started, I was like 14, literally. 
Um, cause that's the, that's when I had my first battle ever in face to face in front of people, fourteen years old. Are you serious? Yeah, that's a fact. God damn. I bat, bro. I battled seventy times in the streets before I. We gonna get to the television. Yeah, we got, I, yeah, we got a whole yeah. I I was I battled seventy times in the streets, like sharpening my craft. Um, I I seen Cassidy versus Freeway on a DVD when I was fourteen. And it was it was pretty much over, cause the nigga is Cassidy. Is still the culture in Philly? Like where um, people still kind of on the street battle and stuff. Yeah, that battle rap shit, and that rap shit, that's culture in Philly for sure. It's wow. it's like a like another. I, I I always say Philly is like a a hood New York, cause New York yeah. got all the businesses and big ass buildings and professional shit, and Philly is like it's kind of big like that, but it's it's more hood shit around. So. It's, 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 I don't want to use this as like a like a disrespect, but it's a it's a grind. It has there's more areas where it's a little bit grimier than New York. No, New York has a few more areas that's glamorous than Philly. My my sister performs across the country. I manage her, so I've been been to New York, and I think I've been battled in New York and Philly too. Philly's art district outstanding. You'd think that it's not even a part of fucking 20 minutes down the road. But on that same art district, one of the coolest things I've ever seen in my fucking life. 60 motherfucking motorbikes and ATVs, fucking four-wheelers, stopping right. the road. Just that stop. Bike. Like, niggas, niggas pulling over like it's the ambulance because you just, you got to move. Yeah, that bike life's serious in Philly too, man. That's a fact. That shit crazy. So you started at 14, yeah, 70 14. battles in yeah. the streets. So in with the, that, wins these and are losses. The battles, I, these are the battles that uh, they not going to count. You know the ones they say, you know what I mean? Yeah, the, the 70 of them, though. So I've been but working. They the ones, I ain't going to lie, the shit that's done in the dark is always the shit that's going to be the most important. So... You mentioned those 70 battles in the streets before you even went to the shit that you know the people are eventually going to want to hear about because that shit shaped you. You see what yeah. I'm saying? I yeah. imagine it was a lot more losses in those 70 battles in the streets than it was when you finally started getting to this URL shit, you know? I, ne I never lost in the streets, bro. I swear to God. Talk on that my shit. Kids, bro. I promise Talk you. Talk that shit. Never. I ain't gonna lie to you, bro. If hey, if, if I lost, it's in the streets, man. Y'all don't even know these niggas. It's not on camera or nothing. Yeah. I don't, if I, I don't have no reason to lie, gang. I promise you. Never lost in the streets, bro. And I debatably never lost on camera for real. Like it's some we could talk about it. You know what I'm saying? But nah, we gonna talk. We gonna, we gonna talk real. about that. Oh, I'm battling niggas at football games at school. Lunchroom, band practice, basketball games, anywhere. Like, I, I always got it cracking. Since I was young, bro, anybody that been around me, they know. They see me with them drumsticks, and they'll see me get the snapping on the nigga. And I'll put, I'll put these on the nigga, too. It's whatever way you want to go with me. We can play the drums, we can rap, or niggas can get whooped. Like, that's all I'm going to say this. Because you just you just brought up a good point. I ain't gonna lie, 
think about being the 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 bald headed with the with the bald fade nerdy nigga. You see what I'm saying? Glasses, slaughtering niggas in the hood. They ready to fight. They don't know my dad ex military. I'm putting paws on niggas. Yeah. I'm light skin. I got to stay light skin. I can't be having scars all on my face. I knew I was gonna be rich. Real shit. You see what I'm saying? So ain't no tucking and running. So I feel you, cause ain't nothing worse than a nigga bringing eight, nine of his partners to the lunchroom, thinking hey. he's gonna catch you off guard. Hey, I ain't. Had, I don't got no brothers, bro. My dad was never around. I ain't had no uncles around, no big cousins, no nothing. I, I got my mom and a whole bunch of girls, my nigga. I always had to be on that. Imagine how many how many niggas I fucked growing up having fucking four, living with four sisters. Yeah. Are you, because this is Pimp Talk the Podcast, so I am going to have to ask you, this is a completely off-topic question. Are you overprotective of your sisters or are you one of, or have you kind of been one of those ones where it's like, okay, if they date, as long as they dating niggas that fuck with them and they making good choices. Cause I'm, I'm big on my, I have a big cousin who's like my sister, my sister that I manage her music and all of my homegirls that I'm not, that I don't have nothing with, I'm big on A. Y'all go be right. You see what I'm saying? Y'all go do your be safe. I'm not trying to, hey, I, I will take it, a motherfucker. You see what I'm saying? I will kill for 500 people to make sure that y'all get back home if y'all get kidnapped in Europe or some shit. But go do your thing. You had a lot of sisters. What kind of nigga were you? Be honest. You don't got a lot of me. Hey, it's Pinto. Yeah, no, I got you. Um, all right, so. My oldest sisters, like I never even seen her in real life, bro. Heard wow. her voice, nothing, you know what I'm saying? Right. And it's just like, I don't know. The sisters under that, like I'm the middle child out of everybody. You feel me? It's like okay. five under me and five older than me. And then I'm just right in the middle of everything. You see what I'm saying? So the ones that I was around, I was overprotective of them. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, I was the only one protecting all, everybody in the house my whole life. It wasn't never no- Right, that makes mom. sense though. That does make a lot of sense though. Yeah, it wasn't like never- You felt like you had to. My dad or no shit, it was always me. So, I, hell yeah. As you got older, did that start to change or have you? are you kind of just still like, hey? The reason, the reason that it changed is because I don't have like a great relationship with a lot of them for like a lot of their own personal reasons for a lot of different shit, bro. But the ones that yeah. I do, the ones that I'm still like Tato, that battle rap. Tato yeah. RB, that rap. You feel me? That's my sister, nigga. Like, wow. I did yeah. not know that. No, that's a fact. It's locked in with her. Like, that's that's my the one I'm closest to. I be with Tato all the time, every day. We both rap. Like it's lit. Like can't nobody say nothing to each other. If it's not good, you know what I'm saying? Okay, that makes I'm sense. Forget, I'm gonna forget everything at that point. Just like, just leave that one alone, and y'all won't never have a problem out of me. You know what I'm saying? I'm so like now it's just kind of a situation. You're more in the middle. It's like, hey, she. I know she good, but if, if I get even half of a kind of a text message, no, it's, it's over. over with. It's a wrap. Cause we don't we don't bother nobody. We come, we right. professional. 
we come to work, we the, we the energy. Like, they love being around us. Like, why would you do that out of anybody? Like, just, like, right. we so feel all sense. the time. You feel what I'm saying? Like, don't do that, bro. Like, that, yeah, that's all. That makes sense. So, going back on topic, do remind me to talk about her and battle rap while you're here as well. But let's go back to it. So you didn't had those battles, whether it's physical or verbal in the streets, you make it out of that bitch for the most part unscathed. You see what I'm saying? Is there any one moment you would say late teens, early adult years that may have derailed it all? Like, to the point where I was about to, like, quit or stop or some shit like that? Yeah, like, quit or you may have had to. Like, let's, you you know, a couple of people uh, show off. I think he might have got locked up before. You see what I'm saying? Right. So, it, it, shit like that. All right. So, like, um, I feel like I didn't start my professional career until, like, 2018 because that's when I decided that I'm going to be a battle rapper. Like, I'm... I'm going to be like, I got to find a league to be from. I'm going to start going to events. I'm going to start building my name. I'm going to start, okay. like, picking who I battle carefully and trying to get to the main state. That's the first time I thought that. Every time before then, it's like how I was thinking since I was 14. I'm a nigga that rap. I'm rapping. And I'm like, just I'm just killing niggas. Where do I go? Who do I battle? Yeah. So I never, like, considered myself a battle rapper until – 2018 but everything before then bro all the work like from in the streets and then making it to uh television or whatever and all and doing the the, the battle leagues and all that type of shit bro all that shit so was just I'm gonna, I'm gonna i'm gonna get on your ass you said make it to television or whatever so I, you want to uh, fight I, I, now I, Cause I want I want to go into it until you was ready though. That's the only reason I did. Okay, no, I already come on now. You know, come on now. I came to you for this. You knew I already knew. I purposely didn't go into full detail because I like to be surprised just as much as my audience. But of course, I knew there. I didn't say it in the intro on purpose because I wanted you to go ahead and state what you are and what you accomplished and then explain that shit. Yeah. So, all right, I got you. So, um, it go from being in the streets, just rapping. You feel me? This shit is forming, forming me into the, the, I'm battling niggas on the spot. Like it's turning me into that. Like I'm, I'm always yeah. ready. Always got raps. I'm always locked in on this shit. Now, all the stuff that that happened that'll make me want to stop before I move on. It's like I would be in high school with some shit, and I'm watching the interviews, and I'm watching the battles and shit on YouTube, and it's like, damn, I'm all the way in Toledo, Ohio, my nigga. I ain't really got no money to, like, get myself to New York to be around this shit, or, like, I, I can't do nothing. So I was feeling like quitting a lot of times because I was feeling, like, boxed in and stuck, like, I need to be around this shit, but I can't get there. It's like, really, I got to work and shit, and I got to pay my rent. I got to do all this shit. And it's like, it's nothing I can really do to get there, bro. So that shit used to discourage me a lot because nobody in Toledo give a fuck about battle rap or they no, nobody really battling or keeping that 
culture alive here. So it was like I'm yeah. just myself walking around the city wanting to battle, and I'm the only nigga that want to do this type of shit. So that was really discouraging growing up, bro, throughout my teenage years, man, before I got to BET, because I always wanted to be on URL or, you know what I'm saying? Uh, grind uh, time and shit. Don't flop and grind time and all that shit, bro. Like, I, I was like, man, I rap. I do this shit, nigga. I really should be there. Like, these niggas can't fuck with me, bro. And it was just like, I ain't had no support system or I ain't had no way to get the ball rolling to get to make that shit happen at the time. So it was a lot of times I said, I'm going to be done with this shit. I quit. I'm doing everything in my power to be able to make it happen. Nothing working. Nothing coming through. I used to be like, I'm done a lot, bro. Wow. For real. But it go from Wait. that, you know, battling in the streets to by the time I got to college and out of high school and all that, that's when it started getting kind of real because I didn't go to New York for BET. A lot of people get it kind of fucked up. They think I actually went to New York because I got accepted on the show or something. I was in New York because I was homeless as fuck. You know what I'm saying? I ain't had nowhere to oh, live. Shit. I had to go to New York because I ain't want niggas in the city where I was living to see me sleep on a fucking bench or some shit. That would have hurt Damn. me a little bit more than if, if a nigga that I don't know walked past me. A stranger, right? yeah. I, you'll feel more comfortable with a stranger. So I'm Damn, like, man, I'm, bro. I'm getting the fuck out of here. You know what I'm saying? I know I ain't going to be fucked up forever, but right now I'm a nigga fucked up. So I'm yeah. out of here. And my bro was cutting hair in New York. Um, I called him. He like, nigga, I've been down here for five years. I've been waiting for one of you niggas to come down here. Nigga, I'm here by myself. Come on. So I had Damn. to transfer okay. to college. Yeah, that's a fact. Hey, hey, calm down, bro. I had to transfer colleges uh, from Ohio to New York. I sold everything in my possession. Nigga, I sold my car, Beats Damn. by Dre, headphones, laptops, shoes, all type of shit. Get the money and have something on me to get out there, bro. And I just left, nigga. Because New York is hiding a bitch. Exactly. Everything expensive. I was still fucked up when I got to New York, but it was like, I'm in New York, though. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I'll, I'll make it happen. Facts. I couldn't. I, they and they ain't have enough room in the dorms, man. I'm, I'm sneaking in and out of the female dorm. I'm acting like my bro. They got niggas in hotel rooms and all type of shit, man. But I was in New York trying to find my way, bro. I'm looking for a job. I'm going to class every day. I was just living regular life. You know what I'm saying? Until one day I came across the, uh, the watching Freestyle Friday and they started talking about the auditions and shit. Feel me? So I just so, I ain't had nothing to do. You just went? Yeah, I mean, I, I filled out for I filled out the application that night when I seen the show because I ain't had nothing else to do. You know what I'm saying? I was sitting there with nothing. I'm like, fuck it. I need to get out this room anyway. So I walked to the computer lab, just filled out the app, and I ain't think nothing of it, bro. I ain't actually think they hit me back. But you wasn't even me. expecting them to call you. Nah. I, I only filled the shit out because I didn't out I needed to walk and stretch my legs out type shit. Literally. Wow. Bro, that was a bro, that was a life-changing fucking move. You just kind of did on a whim type shit. Yeah, bro. I didn't I didn't even think about it until that next Friday when I checked my out freestyle Friday came on again that next Friday. And I'm like, oh shit, I I filled out for that shit. Let me go. 
know what I mean? So I See went, what happened. Yeah, I went back down. I opened my email. And them niggas sent me a fucking invitation to come audition, bro. And that's when it hit me, like, oh, like. You do real, this, bro. It's real now. Like, I, that's when I started, like, damn, like, I'm about to have to, you know what I mean? So. Like, I got to I gotta start really rapping, yeah. yeah I got to start getting my mind right for this shit. Like, damn, I'm about to be October 22nd, 2011. That's the day I auditioned in D.C. That's the day that changed my life, so I'll never forget that day. All right, so fucking 106 in Park, Freestyle Fridays. This shit is freestyle for real. Not everything, no, because it's a, it's a TV show at the end of the day. They don't want niggas up there, you know, being horrible up there. Hey, like, you gotta, you gotta have yeah. it together, but. It is real because they don't let you on the show unless you freestyle a nigga and back unless you show them that you can go off the brain, you okay. wouldn't make it. So it, it is real though. You have to freestyle on the show for sure. Wow. How many fucking how many battles did you have on nigga? You were on 106 apart. How many fucking battles did you have? In the auditions or on the show? And on the show. On the show I did I think like six battles. I really was on that. I was about to win that shit, bro. For real. Six, bro. What is it like being on one of the most influential shows in hip hop culture and fucking being a champion? Six, six battles, nigga. That's at least five wins. <laughs> yeah, that's a fact. If you do the math, yeah. If you had six <laughs> battles, then that means you got five fucking wins. I battled so six times. How does that go? Yeah, I battled six times and I made like seven appearances altogether. Seven or eight. I was on that shit for real. Like, um, man, bro. Like, at the time, it it, it really didn't. I I didn't really live in the moment. You know what I'm saying? Because I was homeless as hell. Broke his hair. I wanted to win that five bands so bad, nigga. I'm like, I'm about to kill niggas. I don't give a Everybody. fuck. Everybody. Nothing. Yeah, like, I need this shit. So, like, um, I had to really look back on it. And, like, like a year and a half later, like, damn, nigga, I really just, you know what I mean? That, hey, that shit is crazy, bro. I hugged Alicia Keys, nigga. Lil' Kim. I was sitting in the back. I was sitting in Joel Santana, Rolls Royce. In the ghost with him, sitting in that bitch, chopping it up with him, nigga, in the middle of Manhattan in the street with the doors open, nigga, on my kids, bro. And he and all he's worried about is five fucking thousand dollars. I know. I, hey, I had to look back. <laughs> I had to look back Yo, on this shit, bro, and enjoy it like you nigga. got Jewel, you got Jewels right here, bro. This nigga Jewels hanging out the doors, nigga, calling my name like pain. I turned around, I see a fucking ghost with Joel's hanging out that bitch calling me to come back. Niggas on the street looking at me like, nigga, what the, who the fuck is this nigga? Who are you, nigga? Real, bro, that shit is crazy, bro. Like, I, I'm sitting backstage of 106 on the set with Bone Crusher, nigga. Side to side, just chopping it up about real life and just like, he telling me like, who you battle next week? I, I was I was battling Jados. Y'all know the nigga that math had hit. You feel me? Yeah. I, I was battling him the next week. I'm like I'm battling this nigga right here, Bone Crusher. Like, oh yeah, kill that nigga. 
kill him. I already know what you want to do with him. Like, nigga, DJ Premier asked me for my number and shit, man. Motherfucking um, uh, Black Thought. I was standing on the. I'm standing on the set that y'all see on TV with all the lights off, though. Like, I'm we it, literally in the middle of the set. Me and him talking. The the producer introduced like, oh, hey, Black Thought, this pain. You from Philly? Black Thought, like, oh, I could tell you from Philly. And we just start chopping it from there, like, nigga, what? Cassidy, I did a song with Cassidy, nigga. I'm on the phone with Two Chains, Lil Scrappy, Gutter Gutter, motherfucking uh, Ron Browse, nigga. The game, the game producer, bro. I like, I really, like, for real. Bro. It was, a, it was a life changing experience. Life changing. I, my life never been the same after that, bro. Just from, and this is why I tell niggas all the time. Look. I know shit is rough. I know shit is hard. You got to understand all of the different things that you can overcome, but you won't know unless you try. You could have stayed in the city you was at and gave up. You took a chance. Yeah. And that shit paid the fuck off. That's a fact, bro. That, that shit always paid been the fuck off. So I've been through growing up, man. Like, this is just for anybody that's watching. I don't know who this is a hit because... Anything that anybody... Yo, hold up real quick. You're coming in now. Oh, there you go. Say that again. Yeah. All right, bet my fault. Um, I'm about to say, anybody that might come across this, man, I don't know this might help, bro, but listen, man, when you going through some real shit, I'm talking about real shit, bro. Like, I was living in a fucking dupe. Like, this when I was still in high school, too. By myself, living in a duplex, nigga, with no water. No, All, all we had, all I had in that motherfucker was electricity. And that was only, like, for another, another two weeks. I used to come to that motherfucker every night, nigga. I had a big-ass bean bag in the middle of the room with a crate and a TV that had the DVD player. Attached to the TV. And I had... Oh, my God. I had Roscoe... Welcome home, Roscoe Jenkins. Nigga, that's the only movie I had. I used to watch that shit every fucking night, bruh. I ain't had nothing else, nigga. Like, I'm really sitting with nothing. A cell phone, a charger, a crate with a, t a little-ass 15-inch TV, nigga, with a beanbag, nigga. That's how I was living. No water, no nothing. You heard? And this one, I was still in high school, bro. So, like, I ain't had no dad, nigga. I was beefing with my mom since I was 18. Just got back cool with my mom probably a couple months ago. I'm 31 now. You feel me? Yeah. So if if y'all going through real like real shit, bro, I know how it's 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 gonna seem at the time. Like, why the fuck do this gotta happen to me? You know what I'm saying? Right. I'm the nigga that didn't have no clothes for school, and motherfuckers that run the drum line for me used to see what type of nigga I was, and a buy shit for me, and then I come home and motherfucker done broke in the crib and stole my new clothes that I and I already ain't got shit. Nah, I still ain't got shit. You feel me? I'm the nigga that was going through that that could never catch a break. I'm him. Y'all gotta and found a way. You gotta make sure your mind right, bro. Mind over matter. It's easier said than done, but I'm the nigga that actually went through shit that niggas probably can't even fathom. Like you used to live in a house with no electricity, no water, or nothing. You used to sleep in the dark. Yes, I used to have to find a nigga porch with a, a plug on that motherfucker. And try to charge my fucking phone and shit. shit and go walk off, come back, make sure nobody came outside, make sure my shit cool. 
I'm outside till three in the morning, nigga, in high school, nigga. Like, come on, man. Y'all got to keep get your mind right, man. Get right with God. You know, It's all right here, dog. Well, hey, what, what's up here? What's up here appears. What's up here appears. Whatever you think, however you think about yourself, whatever you feel you deserve, that's your reality. If you want to see how a nigga think, look at his life. Look at what if he got a car. Look at his house. Look at how he dressed. Whatever you got in your reality is how you think about yourself. So, yeah, just get your it's mind over matter, bro. If you ain't dead, nigga, you can still make it. That's a fact. That is a motherfucking fact, dog. So you went from the streets, the struggle, to fucking battle rap stardom on 106 and Park. Where does that lead to these actual leagues? 2018, take me through your process to be like, I'm going to go from that nigga that's going to ride that 106 and Park money, that 106 and Park wave, to what is this battle rap shit really talking about? Okay, so um, <clears throat> while I was on 106, man, you know, I was arguing and going back and forth with Hitman, Holla, John John, Arsenal, all them. This like in 2012. Like, right. I know if I was a battle rapper, like how I am now back then, I would have been on URL and all this shit at that time. Like, why wouldn't they put a nigga that's on TV every week on a They would have immediately put you on. See what I'm saying? But I wasn't a battle rapper. I was just a nigga that I was doing music and I know how to competitive rap. I yeah, you know, just like, like, okay, I just do this shit. Yeah, I didn't even call, I didn't even consider myself a battle rapper, bro. I swear to God, like, I, I'm a competitive nigga that know how to rap. So, I really wasn't even focusing on battling after the TV shit, because my manager at the time and my label I was signed to at the time, they telling me to focus on music, do a single with the nigga that won the whole shit, and yeah, that type of thing. Yeah, they, they, they linked me, they locked me in with Cassidy, I paid Cassidy for the feature. I'm on the phone with Ron Browse, Lil Scrappy, 2 Chan, all these niggas. I was really focusing on the music. And I would, like, I Battle had hit me up in, like, 2016 because they seen the show. And it's like, damn, we want to get you out here. And that was regular to me because I've been battling since 14. So it's like, fuck I it. I Battle ain't shit, yeah. Like, I'll come do what I've been doing since I was a kid, for sure. So that still was nothing. When I battled in Indiana one time, they called me, and then I they called me in on I battle a few times, like three, four times. That shit wasn't really about nothing, but it got to the leagues when, in 2018, when my bro had hit me up about Charlie Clips draft night. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and he was going to do it. I ain't know nothing about it till he had hit me up. He like, man, we should both go do this shit, bro. And I was working a job and shit. Um, at a factory, nigga. I was just living regular life, bro. I'm fucking. I got some little cheese, man. I'll pay for the slot. I, I, we could do it. Let's get it. So I, I actually signed up and paid for my shit. This nigga didn't do it. I don't know why. So I end up going by myself. Yeah, I, don't, I, I still don't get it to this day, bro. But I end up going to Harlem by myself. Literally, not one person with me. Oh got my out God. There, Um. Just taking chances. You're yeah, just trying to. I, I was on it. Like I had once my mind is set on something, my nigga. Like you doing it, man. If listen, if I watch a vegan documentary and that motherfucker good, I will fuck around and be vegan after I watch that motherfucker. 
I feel you though. Like real you just, when you, once once it's up here, you don't give a fuck. Yeah, bro, I'm on it. So I I went out there. Um, I got to the building, man, and it was like a tournament. I you ain't know who you was battling. You just had to have rounds ready. I went down there yeah, for like eight, eight rounds, eight rounds locked in, and just ready for whatever, nigga. And um, you a different dude, dog. Yeah, I had nigga. That's the one hundred six in Park shit really trained me for that, cause. I had to battle sense. eight niggas in the audition in one day for 106 apart. They didn't give a fuck. I wish Nick, I wish they had that on camera so niggas can really see. Like, I, it was tough. I bodied these niggas, bro. <laughs> eight niggas in a row too. Like, it was nasty. Feel me? But um, yeah, I went down there eight rounds ready, and they got that shit popping, and I came out in the final four of Charlie Clip shit. You feel me? Um, I had a standout battle. Uh, it was Charlie Clips, Goods, Twerk, Jazz the Rapper, E Heart, DNA, Tay Rock. Um, Uncle Rod was in that motherfucker. Uh, Lester was in that motherfucker. Man, Knowledge was there. It was like really the main motherfuckers in battle rap that you exactly need to what know you need. Shit. Yeah. So I did my thing in front of them. And after that, Goods and Charlie Clips was like, nigga, we getting you on URL, nigga. Like, your next battle is going to be on URL, my nigga. I promise you that. I'm like, bet. Damn. So Clips had called me, and um, he put me on the uh, URL card that Holmesy and Reaper Rail had battled on. Yeah. I know that band battle that they did, I was on that card. Um. So I went out there, I battled somebody, I battled my bro, I battled my, my nigga Profilini and shit. I, I, I ended up winning that shit 3-0, you know what I'm saying? Um, I talked to P for a little bit that night, and he, I mean, ever since I met P for the first time, it would just seem like he wasn't really fucking with me type shit, so. I don't sense. know. I, I did my thing, though. I, I won the battle clear every round, like, shit. And I, you did what I was, you needed to do. Huh? You did what you needed to do. Yeah, bro, you did your job. I really did, bro. And I was I went out there by myself too. That was in uh, Richmond, Richmond, Virginia. Completely dolo, nigga. Not you were person with hey, you. Hey, you going to some very horrifying places. Real shit, bro. Just by yourself. Dolo. Not even one person with me, my nigga. Literally, and I'm beating niggas and like fucking these niggas up. So I was calling P after that. He keep telling me like call me after uh. Call me after uh, the next event. This card and that card. Giving me the runaround, basically. So I end up letting that just die out. Um, and then I just start working after that. Like, that was uh, 28. That was 2018, yeah. And I just yep. started going crazy after that. The end of that year, I end up battling Mr. Mills. And um, That's a good Black, Jay Black and Tech 9 Jazz came back out for that. Danger Zone, Marv 1, JC, all them niggas came to Toledo. And they judged that battle. I beat Mr. Mills 3-0 in a judge battle, one extra bread and all that. And Champion had talked about me, and they brought me on the show. That's when shit start kind of kicking That's off. That's when it happened. side of things, you know what I'm saying? And then I just started working, bro. Like, I, I just started fucking these niggas up, booking shit. I'm in Cali, Indiana, nigga, everywhere, just building my name. And then... um. I end, up, uh, I, I end up battling on um on RBE uh 2019. You feel me? Um I did my one SK 
And I, I won that too. You know what I'm saying? And then COVID had hit. So we was fucked up for like two years. So died everything down. Yeah, man. I, I was I was building my shit up. I got to URL and I'm building, 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 got to RBE. And then I won. Oh. And it was time to start the process. And then COVID hit. I'm like, damn. So um I just kept working, bro. I, I really just kept working, my nigga. And then when uh COVID, like when shit opened back up. Um, I ended up doing the Crucible, the first season of that. I won yeah. the first season, then I won the second season. I'm supposed to go to season three, and I'm dealing with P again. You know what I'm saying? So I, I don't even want to talk about that. That happened I, to me this bro, year. Bro, I'm telling you, bro, I always, I made it there, and then I deal with him, and then it's over type shit. So I got there the first time through Charlie Clips, 30 the nigga. He giving me the run around or call me after this, call me up. I'm all right, bro. Three years later, I do the crucible. I beat, I win the first season. I win the second season. Now they doing the countdown for season three. Jay Black is like, I mean, for phase three, I meant. Yeah. Jay Black is like, man, they like, who the last person we gonna pick? Jay Black, like, nigga, Payne is better than him. Payne did better than him. Payne did better than him, him and him. Payne is better than all these niggas. Let's put Payne through. Niggas just like, oh, I don't know about pain. He ain't. Wow. Oh, he, he ain't really do it for me. Pain was da -da -da -da. just a whole bunch of bullshit running into P again, bro. So that wow. shit. So RBE started the process. They like, man, you did your shit in 2019. We looked at the 1SKs, nigga. You one of the ones you want to bring back and start in the pro. We're going to grandfather you in. Let's see what you do. They brought me in and I battled. Um, KD from St. Louis. Yeah. Um, I beat KD 3-0, nigga, on Brick by Brick 2. After KD that, fire, too. Yeah, That's a good battle. Good look That's at good that. ARP called me personally, and he booked me for straight 2-2. Two two. That's when I battled Floss the Boss. Yeah. I beat Floss. Feel me? After that, they put me on Brick by yeah, Brick. Yeah, keep going. Nigga. Yeah. They put me on brick by brick three of that, and I battled Bricks Velvy. I 30 him. Then I get on motherfucking uh, Blood, Sweat, and Tears 7 and get Big Cannon and 30 him too, nigga. So now we Yeah. We knew it's my... Hey, I already... My, I, my predictions, I already knew what time it was going to be with that. Yeah, bro. Like, but, hey, I really put the time... In. I'm, I'm 30 and nigga, and now I'm finally getting my just due. I'm where I'm supposed to be. I'm supposed to be on RBE. This is where I'm supposed to be at. So that's why shit flowing smoothly. The number one yeah. new artist for RBE ranked was Payne. You, you said with the work that you didn't put in uh -huh. and the time that you didn't put in, how does it feel when that when that came out? Because it's just a it's just a ranking, it's not nothing right. Crazy. But how did it feel? <laughs> I'm going to be honest, man. Like, me winning battles, bro, and, like, shit like that, that come out, I'm happy when I see it because, I like, shit don't just happen. To Facts. Me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I visualize, I plan for shit, I say affirmations, I pray about shit. I write our script and I write shit down that I want to happen a year or months before it happened, bro. So like when 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 the world finally see this shit, 
I'm happy that they finally seeing it, but I don't be like shocked or surprised because I'm the reason shit like that happened. Cause I, I plan for it. I pray for it. I work for it. I visualize it. I affirm this shit. I script it and write it down. I wrote RBE on a piece of paper in 2016, bro. So you already knew what time it was. I wrote it in 2016, bro. So I put that shit into the universe years ago. Now it's finally coming into my reality. So I plan for to be number one. I plan for it, bro. I say it all the time. I write you it. You deserve that shit, bro. And I, you dead ass do. Facts, bro. So before I let you go, what is next for pain? Um, I, I really want y'all to look forward. Shout out Cherish, man. That's sis. I love her, man. She's she, she showing love like a motherfucker. Um, really want y'all to be ready for Pain versus Big Cannon, man. Blood, Sweat, and Tears 7. That shit just went Definitely down. Definitely be ready for that to this drive. Week, uh, this week, this past weekend, you know what I'm saying? That was our... All right, so I'm going to run it real quick. Brick by Brick 3 was our graduation into, like, becoming, like, Real brick. actual members. Yeah, like we gonna be like the real. We like we really bricks now. Like we the rookies. We we actually here. Yeah. Blood, sweat and tears. Seven is the graduation to the point where it's like, all right, niggas ain't just rookies no more. Like we the new faces. Of yeah. Real. You know what I'm saying? Y'all, y'all, y'all are what's next for RBE. Yeah. A nigga just graduated again, man. Like I really pray for this shit, bro. I beat this nigga 3-0. Nigga, this shit is clear, man. I can't wait for y'all to see this shit. Niggas is saying I was on some God tier, God mode, like really on some vet shit against this nigga. They know Big Cannon. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Paying from a can of beans. Yo, you still here? Do the all freestyle shit. And... Yeah, can you hear me? There you go. I got you. Good. Yeah, I got you there. Yeah, I was just saying, like, when I when they first booked it, you know what I'm saying? They, I don't know if you could beat him, Pang. He did the all the, the freestyle four rounds against this nigga, and you seen this battle against JC. Did you see him against this and all this type of shit? I'm like, I mean, I seen it, but like, yeah, you know I mean, I'm not I'm not sleeping on him. Ooh. I know that I know who Big Cannon is. You feel me? That's why I came how I did, cause I know who that is. You feel me? Yeah. But yeah, bro, y'all need that. That was a level up for me. That's another breakthrough performance. I don't know why the media not talking about this shit. Y'all niggas will. before uh -huh. I, like the media that was talking before we did it. Like where y'all at? Do the follow up because y'all had y'all predictions and like, come on, what we doing? I, yeah, but yeah, man, look oh, for that main versus big cannon. Yeah, bro, like, I, I want to see the. I want to see the aftermath. Like, what's going on, man? But shout out to all my bricks, bro. We really leveled up. We put the fucking work in, man. Y'all can't keep playing with our name. Like, y'all don't see us. Like, y'all don't know us. Like, y'all don't know. What's next? Is the number one league now. Because we still on YouTube and... More people can appeal to us, bro, and we put together better matches. I'm hearing, like, people say this shit now. We the right. ones on RBE, so who else is making y'all feel like this? This is a fact. Come this on, man. Pain versus Big Cannon, man. The VOD is out, but just wait. 
when the battle drop on RBE, subscribe to RBE, bro. Please check that out, man. I'm battling this month on the 18th Phoenix, bro. Uh, on Westworld car, on uh, okay. the Twerk versus Emerson Kennedy car. I'm 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 on that. You know what I'm saying? Um, y'all gonna see that flyer soon. I'll be in Phoenix on the 18th with it. Traffic weekend. You know what I'm saying? Bags and bodies season two. Y'all hear it here first. You talking that shit? I, listen, listen. It's not no behind the scenes little other type shit. I'm gonna have to audition like everybody else, but I'm telling y'all what I do. You are Bags and bodies season two. Pain is there. I'm telling y'all right hey. now. You ain't gonna be the only one there, big dog. Trust me. I, I'm definitely going. Uh, hey, there. hey, let's get it. We there, bro. We gotta put that shit out, bro. I'm we definitely gonna go on. We got to. It's time. Um. I am going to be hollering at you soon. Soon as that process starts up again, I definitely want to hop on that RBE wave and see what's popping. You niggas are going fucking crazy. I'm going to be putting that work in. I definitely want to start the fucking with RBE. Is there anything that you need to plug? Anything that you need to put out there to the world before we, yeah, before we yeah. get about it? Real quick, man. I got a brand. My brand is Protect All Your New Energy, man. Y'all follow me on Twitter, at Pain1925. The link is in my bio. Click the link, pick your color, pick your sauce, man. Order your shit. It's coming straight. Y'all ain't even got to say nothing to me. You heard? It's right there. Everything for y'all, man. Um, Follow me. Twitter at Pain1925. Instagram at RBE Pain1925. Facebook at Pain1925, man. RBE, the new face of the new way. I appreciate everybody that fuck with me, though. Pain gang. Hey, man. We gonna drop this bitch real soon, man. Send this shit to anybody that got any motherfucking questions, comments, or concerns on who the fuck pain is because you done definitely laid it all out on the fucking table that there not be no questions. You see what I'm saying? So I'm gonna let you go, big dog. I appreciate this interview. I appreciate you having me on, bro. Real rap. I don't want this to be the last time, neither, gang. We gonna, we gonna spin oh. back. No, trust me, you don't got to worry about that, my boy. We're going to spin back for sure. Appreciate you, buddy. You know it. All right, that's been my young nigga Payne, man. He's a GOAT, man. The number one new artist on RBE. He's been going fucking crazy. A 106 in Park champion. This is Young God the Pimp. I don't put no holes on the strip. He was a smooth talker, a swift hand to break down the bitches to respect that I give energy, effort. It's the time that is spent. My time is money. So they're going to reimburse every cent. If that don't make sense, please subscribe to Pen Talk, the podcast on all streaming sites, YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, okay, iHeartRadio, Google, motherfucking Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Streamcast, CastTube, Anchor, and Breaker. I love you guys. This interview is going to be coming out real soon.